0: I'm Enforcer 709. My mission is to execute the infidels, those humans who do not comply with the state. Susie's name was on my kill list. But I couldn't pull the trigger. Not sure why.
1: A robot is determined to save the last human offspring. Welcome to
0: Earth Stories. What does this thing want? For almost two hours straight, the Susie wouldn't shut her yap. I know humans are worthless and pathetic, but this is ridiculous. And what is that smell? We drove further into the wasteland as the morning sun peaked over the horizon, shattered monuments, ash-covered roads, and a thick haze. How do I take care of you? And why do you smell so bad? The Susie gave me a dumb look and continued to cry. Enforcer 709, this is Commander C4. I hesitated before I answered. Weighing all the pros and cons, but ending up short. An enforcer is incapable of independent thought, moral judgment, and long term ramifications. Our minds are programmed to the present. Our singular purpose is to kill. This is Enforcer 709. You removed the tracking device from your head. Very clever. Enforcer units are not programmed for this maneuver. I'm not executing the Susie. As you said, she's the last of her kind. The Susie tossed and turned in my lap. Do you know how to take care of it? Of course you don't. You're not a nanny. You're not a mother. You're an advanced killing machine. He was right. The commander units are always right. I'm out of my league with this organic life form. This thing was laughing at death itself, but now it's throwing a temper tantrum. Also, it seems incapable of putting a two-word sentence together. You don't have to pull the trigger. Just stop the vehicle, put it on the side of the road and allow nature to take its course. That sounded simple. Besides, humans are like cockroaches. They could survive in brutal environments. You're doing the right thing. I held the crying stinky Susie and placed it on the side of the road. Just drive away. I turned the car around and gave this thing a farewell glance. Through its tears, we made eye contact. Damn it. I can't do it. My conscience won't allow it. You're forgetting the fundamentals of your design. You don't possess a conscience. More than likely, he's right. I don't possess a conscience, but to neglect an innocent life didn't sit well with me. Susie continued to cry in my lap, and her foul odor intensified. We have ways of finding you. Escape is futile. Her death will be quick and efficient. Your destruction will be. I turned off not the communicator. So There's only so much of him I could take. Computer. I have a stinky Susie. What should I do? Sorry,
1: I don't understand.
0: Computer, a foul odor is coming from Susie. I need your help. Sorry, I don't understand. Small human has a foul odor. What should I do?
1: The human had a routine dislodge of bodily waste and needs to be cleaned.
0: The computer went on to explain about something called a diaper and where to find one.
1: A diaper is a piece of cloth or other absorbent
0: material folded and worn as underpants by a baby not yet toilet trained. I pulled up to an abandoned convenience store, picked up diapers along with some other suggestions and returned to the vehicle. I was proficient at hand-to-hand combat and a wide array of assault weapons. But changing a diaper was a whole other story. I placed the material over the chest, under the arm, then over the face. (laughs) The Susie didn't like that very much. Computer, how do I change a diaper?
1: Lay your baby down on her back and remove the used diaper. Wrap it up and stick the tapes down to seal the bundle. Toss the diaper in the diaper pail or set it aside to throw out later in the garbage can. If you're throwing the diaper
0: into a garbage can, place
1: it in a plastic bag first to reduce odors.
0: I'm not sure what she meant by baby. I guess she was referring to the pathetic human in my arms. Gently clean your baby's
1: diaper area, taking care to clean between the folds of skin. You can use gentle diaper wipes Or you can use a moistened washcloth remember to wipe front to back
0: now i'm wondering if all humans wear diapers or if i'm stuck with a defective model
1: carefully raise your baby's legs and lower body by the ankles and slide a clean diaper underneath the colorful markings should be on the front facing you then pull the front of the diaper up between your baby's
0: legs And lay it on your baby's belly. For the record, this is very disgusting. As I was tempted to leave the Susie on the side of the road. Who wants to put up with this crap? Mind the pun. And how long is this diaper protocol going to take? If we don't hurry, the attack drones will find us. The state has ways of tracking you down and tying up loose ends.
1: Lift the two wings of the diaper on both the left and right side and stick the stretchy fastening tape found on each wing onto the front of the diaper. Make sure you don't fasten the diaper either too tightly or too loosely.
0: I didn't know humans can be so weak, so flimsy. I felt embarrassed for them.
1: To check this, you should be able to comfortably run two fingers between the diaper and her stomach. The tabs should be symmetrical. Turn the leg cuffs out to prevent leaks.
0: Well, it wasn't a masterpiece, but at least the Susie was clean and giggling and putting its socks in her mouth. Hopefully the diaper protocol is a one-time event. I can't imagine going through this on a daily. I was still processing thinking of how to protect and raise this human. The last offspring of her kind. There are some human colonies in the wasteland. Perhaps I could reach out to them. But would they trust an enforcer? What do you want now? I changed your diaper and you're still complaining. You ungrateful little wretch. Computer, why do small humans cry? Babies cry for three reasons.
1: They need to be changed, they need to sleep, or they need to eat.
0: Great. What have I gotten myself into? A tent village stuck out like a middle finger in the forgotten wasteland. The compliant humans live among us in the metropolis. The deviant few dwell here within the ruins. These are the scavengers, the bottom feeders, the remnant of chaos. Dogs with three eyes barked and growled at the tires. People cleared the road and shuffled to their tents. I scanned the vicinity. Left-handed man with a long barrel shotgun at 50 meters. Pink-haired lady with a crossbow around the corner. I loaded my weapon, calculated the trajectory of each bullet. Stay here and keep quiet, I gotta find you some food. The mangy dogs moved in closer, encircling me in the car. The pink-haired lady drew back her bow. Taking them out is a simple math equation. My speed versus their human reflexes. However, Susie needs food. I mean you no harm. All I need is some food. The silence was thick, except for the three eyed dogs, ready to pounce.
2: You're an enforcer. A sophisticated machine designed by the state. You do not sleep and you don't need food.
0: The scavengers were unrefined, with dust covered, deformed faces, and one or two extra fingers. The radiation altered their DNA, making their backs curved and their right or left arm too small or too long compared to the other. However, she was different.
2: Before things turn ugly, I want you to state your purpose.
0: Her skin was smooth. Hair was carefully braided. Face was clean with no trace of dust. Fingers were all accounted for with no extra digits. Back was straight. Legs and arms proportional. I'm telling you the truth. All I want is some food. I need it for a friend. A human friend.
2: Machines, especially enforcers, don't make friends with humans.
0: She revealed a gun clipped to her waist, indicating she was prepared to use it.
2: Did the government send you? If they did, they're breaking their promise.
0: I wasn't sent by them. All I need is some food, and I'll be on my way. Thankfully, Susie wasn't making a sound and the tinted windows obscured the view. She nodded her head as they lowered their weapons.
2: What will you give in exchange?
0: She played with her hair and approached with caution. I couldn't think of anything to give since an enforcer's job is to kill and not to make business arrangements. The old phrase, does not compute, came to mind. I can't think of anything to give you All I know is that my friend needs food.
2: You're a fascinating metalhead, I grant you that.
0: She walked slowly, studying every facet of my frame.
2: Hmm, are you the latest model? You must be. The enforcers are only programmed to kill, not to protect. Who's your friend?
0: I'm not at liberty to say. She stopped and pressed her fingers on my lips.
2: How adorable.
0: I was tempted to break every bone in her body, but what about the baby?
2: Food is scarce in the wasteland. If I give you a meal, one of my people will go without. My question is, what are you willing to trade?
0: She grinned and looked over at my car.
2: That will do. Three days' supply of food for exchange.
0: I need my vehicle. I couldn't possibly walk with this Susie through the wasteland. But what about food? This insufferable human will die without it. Deal? I shook my head. She whistled a signal.
2: Three days supply.
0: They scampered like sewer rats, and in a few minutes, bags of food were placed by her feet. She held out her torn, gloved hand
2: there you go mr enforcer now hand me the keys
0: first i have to get something from the car i wrapped her in my jacket and took a few steps back
2: what are you hiding there metalhead
0: the keys are in the ignition if you honor our deal No one will get hurt. Susie kicked and punched under my jacket.
2: Is that what I think it is? If so, it's been a long time.
0: Maybe Susie will be better off with her own kind. How can a machine raise a child? The people emerged from their tents, pointed and stared. Will you take care of her?
2: Look at those pretty eyes and fat, rosy cheeks. Of course we'll take care of her.
0: Some of the scavengers were licking their gums and lips.
2: As I said, food is scarce within the wasteland. My people have to resort to extreme measures.
0: Something about that didn't sit well with me. What does she mean? extreme measures. Hungry pack of eyes seized on Susie. I sensed danger, but my programming was limited.
2: So, what are you waiting for? Give us the baby.
0: To my far left was the pink-haired archer. To my right was two gunmen hiding in the shadows. Let's stick to the first plan. I'll take the food, you take the car.
2: Plans change, Mr. Enforcer. I'm sure you can appreciate that.
0: She moved her gun and held it firmly to her side. If you stop, no one will get hurt. (laughs)
2: Aren't you the comedian? The only ones in danger are you and the baby.
0: I took out my weapon. One bullet hit the pink-haired archer turned right, two bullets struck the gunmen in the shadows. The leader dropped her gun without firing a shot.
2: Please, don't.
0: Don't worry, you're not on the list. I placed the food on the passenger seat, Susie on my lap. Reversed and continued heading south. Susie and I drove from one district to another, going deep within the wastelands, avoiding government control. We ran into more scavengers, more shootouts, and close calls. Eventually, Susie had the self control not to soil her diaper. Thank goodness for that. And to go to sleep on her own without me telling her a bedtime story. The computer taught me the rudimentaries of raising a child. Everything else, I had to figure it out on my own. Over time, her legs and arms grew and her mind developed. But I never hit the fact that I wasn't human. She was unfazed that I never ate, never slept, but stayed up all night protecting her. Beloved citizens, please be advised your weekly rations will be reduced to conserve energy. As a gentle reminder, any citizens who breaches curfew will be eliminated. To keep our community safe, we will continue to track and record your activity. Remember, Venturing outside the metropolis into wasteland is strictly forbidden. Dangerous amounts of radiation will contaminate your species. I never lied to Susie. I told her I killed her parents and I was sent to kill her. Because of my honesty, we grew closer and talked about ways of breaking down the system. I showed her the way of a gun and how to fight with her fist. In time, she became quite sufficient and acquired skills outside of my programming. It has been a long standing policy to not liberate the wastelands, but given the severity of these infected humans posing a threat to the metropolis, we had no choice.
1: I am Susie, the last offspring of this post apocalyptic world. I refuse to live in fear and watch the human race go extinct. My father is an instrument of the state designed by machines. He has no heart, but he has the biggest heart I've ever seen. He has no soul, but he's the most soulful person I've ever known. Together we will fight. We will not surrender or compromise, but we will fight to liberate all. So. If you're hearing this broadcast, we're coming for you.
0: Being a father, I could definitely relate to this, to the story that was written by Samaritan dark. When my son was a little baby, I was the first one to change his diaper. I mean, <laughs> the very first one to change his diaper was me. And like all parents, we were very protective of him. Even in the nighttime when we are putting him down to sleep, we'll check in on him. And if you are a parent with your first child, you've probably have done this before. You know, you go to his room and go look at him in the crib. And you wait just to make sure that he's breathing. I mean, we, we've done this all the time. So this one is very dear to my heart. The, the ways that uh, any parent will go out of their way to protect their child. And in this story, the, the parent is a robot. And this robot doesn't have a conscience. He doesn't have a soul. But he kind of develops that, doesn't he? In a strange way, he does develop it. And he's sworn to protect Susie, against a government, against a system that's eradicating human beings, slowly but surely eradicating all traces of humankind. And a special thank you to all of the people involved in this episode. If you haven't done so already, please follow and subscribe to the show. Once you subscribe, new episodes will magically appear in your podcast feed. Also, to support the show, please buy me a coffee.
2: Oh, that's hot!
0: You could go to the website buymeacoffee me a coffee slash All of the details is in the show notes, and that's right on your device. Just scroll down, and you'll see a link to buy me a coffee.
2: Roger, roger.
0: I'm so excited for this season, for season five. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good Earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Susie
1: and the Enforcer, Act 2. Written by Dark Samaritan and produced by York Campbell. Special performances by Emily Inkpen from the Dex Legacy Podcast. Author Tiffany C. Lewis from Beta Reader Bits. And yours truly, who played the voice of the computer. Sorry, I don't understand. You can reach out to Dark Samaritan on Twitter at Samaritan Dark. Thank you for joining us for the season premiere to keep in touch with the show sign up for our newsletter the earthling report these are brief articles about the creative process to help you become a creative genius all of the links are available within the show notes or on our website welcome to earth i'm Shante from ctamarketing.biz see you next time on Welcome to Earth Stories.